Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This meeting is being recorded. Jake, I'm jealous of your lighting. I'm jealous of your banners back there. What is that? Rock Chalk Jayhawk? Is that what you're. Are you a Kansas fan? Yeah, diehard Kansas fan. Really? Are you from Lawrence? Where are you from? No, I'm from upstate New York, uh, oh. but I have a lot of family in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, just a fan of so, tornadoes and stuff like that? Okay. I, I guess so. I mean, my uncle was the uh, the fire marshal um, okay. at at uh, Allen Fieldhouse. So, well, you know, you got a you good know. basketball. You could root for Syracuse or something like that. No, no, we hate Syracuse. Oh, man. They, right. they beat Kansas when they had Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, I do you a You could have been rooting with, for uh, that team. <laughs> I do a podcast with uh, Cam, and Cam's from Syracuse, but I have no issue with Syracuse football, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> okay. All right. I see. And then you got the Rams championship banner up there. Have you told everybody else in LA that they won a championship yet? Or? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then he's got like Mike. Mike. I'm just ripping his background right now. I don't know. I'm just good fun. Trojans though. I also, I also covered the Jets, so I got the little Jets helmet. Jets there. helmet, and you got the Trojans sweatshirt on. You're all over the place right now. Did you go to USC or what? What's the connection there? <laughs> no, I've uh, I've always liked the the Trojans because I was a big Reggie Bush fan when I was a little kid. So, okay. Okay. You know. Well, yeah, so I've I've been following him ever since. But I mean, if I could pick either USC or Kansas to win the national title for football, I'd take Kansas all day. I'm all Kansas. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's so. all Kansas. <laughs> he's all Kansas, Kate. You should. It's a good thing Lofa isn't here to hear you say that. You know, he's all. Oh, I know. Even though yeah, he, went he came to Maine. on, <laughs> he came on DTR. Uh, I want to say last year. So yeah. yeah, I talked to Lofa. Okay. Yeah. All right, because I mean, he started at Maine, though. That's the thing, but he's all Trojan. But then if Maine's doing something, he's Maine. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. he, I mean, he almost committed to Oregon. So sometimes if Oregon's sneaky good, you got to watch his allegiances there also sometimes. <laughs> no, not at all. He would actually get mad if you he heard me say that, probably. I should stop talking about that. That's uh, funny. <laughs> you want to start the show? <laughs> oh, wait, actually, I'm... before we start the show, the official title of your podcast, Downtown Rams... On the Believe Network, that's that's where Jake is from. I just want to get that out there before we actually start. So, so a little weird here. I do two Rams podcasts. Oh no! So I have oh, Downtown no. Rams. Oh no! Which is just Who me and Alexis. Show? <laughs> Who produces this show? And <laughs> God damn it! I, I produced. The- no, no, she means no, our I mean, show. I mean no, me. She means our show. I mean me, Jake. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I told Brett the name, the wrong name. That's who. No, produces no, no. This so, show? so I do Downtown Rams with Alexis Kraft. She's great. And then I do uh, Believe in Rams with uh, Cameron Lynch. So. But, but they're yeah. different shows. You don't just use the same audio. Completely different. Oh man, he's such a harder worker than I am, Katie. What a professional! Wow, what a pro. We're on with a pro today. Yeah. All right. Let's well, hit- <laughs> you know, it's all I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> can I hit the theme song? We'll officially start the show. Sounds good. Take twelve. 
If you want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the clicks in the mud. Tech 12, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Tech 12, every episode 12 hot takes, and we repping for Seattle, my place. Tech 12. It's the Take 12 Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm Brett, joined by the host of two Rams podcasts. He likes them so much, he has two of them. It's Jake, everybody. (laughs) And we're going to get into it because uh, rivalry week in college football was Thanksgiving weekend. It is certainly rivalry week this week for the Seahawks and the Rams. Plenty to discuss there. Before we get into all of it, let me remind you I'm coming to you from the Wiener Schnitzel Digital Studio. Two locations in Western Washington, one up in Everett, one down in Fife. Mention the Take 12 podcast and get a free small beverage with uh, any other purchase at Wiener Schnitzel. And it's not just delicious hot dogs, hamburgers, french fries, ice cream, root beer floats. And all of that, it is also tamale season. Tamale season. At Wiener Schnitzel. So Woo. go on in. It's a holiday tradition there. They do it right with the chili sauce and everything. Oof. Delicious tamales at uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Mention take 12. Um, Jake, big week. Yes. Big week. Uh, the Rams and the Seahawks are playing in LA. Not sure if people in LA know that or not yet. <laughs> they'll, sh- they'll show up in the third quarter, though. Don't worry. Uh, hopefully the but the team. Hopefully at least one team shows up in the first quarter. Hopefully the the Seahawks aren't sleeping because man, we've dropped the last two uh, to the Bucks. We had a bye week, then we lost to the Raiders in overtime. It was tough. Uh, but the Rams are having a tough season. Also, much to discuss here, Jake. But let's get the first impressions of the first matchup between the Hawks and Rams this season. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I thought this would be playing for more. Uh, I thought the Rams were eventually going to figure it out and Mm -hmm. they they haven't. Um, So I'm a little surprised they haven't, but I'm not surprised with Seattle. Uh, Okay, I I thought way too many people were on Arizona. I I didn't think Mm -hmm. Arizona was all that. Yeah. Um, You know, I think when you look at what Geno Smith has done just as a pure thrower of the football it's impressive can throw in different arm angles can throw all over the field can make you know whether it's the back shoulder fade or you know a throw over the middle hitting that scene buster you know whether that's to uh you know a guy like uh disley or you know fan or colby parkinson um you know i think he's done a really nice job this year and they got the best i mean jets fans are gonna hate me for saying this but i think they got the best running back in the draft in kenneth walker i mean when he when he went in the second, I was surprised because he's good enough to be a first rounder. I thought Brees Hall was too, but uh, Kenneth Walker to me at Michigan State, I mean, just, I mean, what, what can you say about the guy? Everything yeah. is translated to the NFL. Uh, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Pete Carroll. I think he's right now, if you're looking at it, I think McVay is great. I think McVay is m- maybe a top five coach in football. Uh, but I think this year's kind of showed you he's a little, he's not quite there yet. He's not quite at Bill Belichick heights. I think Pete Carroll is definitely the best coach in this division still because what he's been able to do with this team mm-hmm. that I wouldn't say is the most talented, um, but I think he's done an outstanding job keeping everything together. 
And I've been impressed with some of the pieces on the defense. Uh, you know, I have to mention my guy, Yuchenna Nwosu from yeah. uh, USC. I think he's had a really good year. <laughs> he didn't go to Kansas. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant is a, a big pick, uh, you know, out of Cincy. And then yeah. Tariq Woolen, uh, you know, UTSA. Uh, I'm definitely jealous both of those guys from Seattle Seahawks. So <laughs> yeah. I've been following this team all year, uh, you know, and I think it, it's kind of cool because this is not like if I could have any team win the division, obviously it's the Rams. But at this point, I kind of hope Seattle figures it out um, because I mean, first off, the Niners are, you know, intolerable. I mean, you yes, can't even, are. you know, sit there and. You know, I mean, no, they're the worst. You know is, their but... fans are the worst. The wine and cheese crowd. Oh. I mean, look, I can make fun of L.A. because they, you know, they don't really know the Rams are there. But uh, we in L.A., you know, they got a lot of stuff to do down there and all that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, but like yeah. in San Francisco, like you have a team that's like how many Super Bowls, Joe Montana, the lineage, the history, all that. And they still can't really even get excited. And then they play in Santa Clara in a stadium named after jeans. I don't know. It's just it's hard to root for them ever. <laughs> That's a great be. point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I think it's funny because it's it's the faithful, but when they're you know four and twelve or whatever, where were y'all? <laughs> yeah, you it's know? the empty. Yeah, they're not there. But um, but but okay. Well, hold on. We we'll get to the division. Let's put this thing in order. We'll get to the division and McCaffrey and Garoppolo and all of that in a second, though. Let's stick with the Rams and Seahawks because the Rams, of course. Us Seahawks fans had to watch them win the Super Bowl last year with a team full of mercenaries signed to like almost like one-year deals just to get this thing done. And they did. And then what happened the next year? Everybody gets injured. Some, you know, people who knows where the motivations are, whatever. You look up, they're three, four win team. I mean, what happened to the Rams? I mean, other than Stafford being out, obviously that's huge. But other than that, because things weren't going well even when he was still there. So what happened to the Rams? Do you want to you want to know what happened to the Rams? Uh, it's not the regurgitated media stuff you're hearing. It's not that they went all in and this is them paying their due. Like that's not it. They've had some unprecedented injuries. There's no team in the history of the NFL who started 11 different combinations on the offensive line. Mm. They've started 14 offensive linemen this year. Uh, that does not mean that Sean McVay hasn't seriously regressed as a play caller, but that could also be the reason, right? Mm. Uh, they lose Kevin O'Connell, an offensive coordinator who I think did way more than we realized because he's over in Minnesota killing it to the shock of not me. I had them the number two team in the NFC. Um, but... But, you know, then you, you lose a guy who's very well regarded in the coaching staff, secondary coach, uh, you know, coach Ejiro Evero, who's killing it over in Denver. So you start to lose these coaches and, yeah. it, you know, it's constantly been like, oh, you have a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, you become a head coach, right? Well, here's the problem now is that, you know, it's this constant, you know, wheel in and wheel out of these coaches. And eventually at some point you have to have some continuity between the coaches and the players. You're developing these relationships but if if it's a one-year deal and then another guy comes in well it's not always guaranteed that they're always going to work out mm -hmm. and i think we're, we're starting to see that um you know with liam cohen as oc you know who took the you know kentucky offense with will levis and turned them into you know a top four offense in the sec um you know he's coming to the rams and i can't put it all on him but I'm sure he has something to do with it. Mm. Uh, but on top of that, the injuries have been yeah. massive. Uh, you talk about Jordan Fuller. He's coming back from an ankle. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he gets hurt again. He's been out. Uh, you know, they've 
dealt with injuries with Troy Hill and Nicobe Durant and just all these guys in the secondary. And that's not to mention the injury. Now they're dealing with a Sean Robinson out for the year, a uh, torn meniscus there. Um, you know, they had Leonard Floyd who clearly is a hundred percent. Now uh, he's had 17 pressures over the last five games. And I think five sacks, uh, but to start the season, he was not. And I clearly, he got hurt. They kind of, you know, wrapped it up a little bit. Didn't uh, let us know the full detail, but it's really been all about the offense. You know, Cooper Cup has been banged up. He was playing banged up. Allen Robinson's mm-hmm. out for the year. Yep. Um, you know, just so many different things. You know, Stafford, and then of course you look at uh, Tyler Higby was playing outstanding football to start the season. He's been banged up for quite a while. And then the offensive line. I mean, they lose no boom. They're starting left tackle day one. Uh, they lose Edwards to, you know, concussion issues. He's their starting left guard day one. They lose Brian Allen. He's back, but they lost him for quite a bit. Uh, starting center day one. Then Coleman Shelton, who's going to be their starting right guard day one, has to move over to center. And then you start to see all these different pieces going all over the place. Um, But really just uh, Rob Havenstein has been the only guy who has stayed healthy throughout the entirety of the season. Knock on literal wood right now, because I'm not trying to jinx this poor guy's rest of the year. (laughs) Um, But I mean, (laughs) that's really, that's what's happened. I mean, yeah. You know, you can say what you will about going all in and all that, but what I, I'd push back a little bit because there's this common misconception that the Rams just went all in. They just bought a championship, and that couldn't be further from that the truth. That could never happen more in Los picks. Angeles. Come on, Jake. You're telling <laughs> me could, that in Los ne- Angeles, somebody tried to buy their way to the top, and then it ended up sort of being a false hey. facade <laughs> with nothing behind it? <laughs> Not in L.A., Jake. There's no way. No, that's just the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's kind of my point. I think. I think. Uh, look, I, I want you to make your point, but I think I, what I'm trying to say is not just the the guys they might have bought or that you know brought in or whatever. But what happens is when they get injured, what is behind them? Probably not much depth since you're spending it all up front, right? Well, that's the surprising thing. Is that's why this this honestly this season has been kind of weird because really they didn't do that. Okay. Um, they're not like the New York Yankees. I'm a Yankee fan. I can say it. Uh, where you know too? they put, <laughs> yeah. That's I'm in New York. New- I got like one New York. That's the New York one you're sticking to. The, the most successful franchise of all time. Okay, fine. All right. No. The only one I could stomach. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you know. So, <laughs> so anyway, you know they're not like the Yankees spending 38 million here and 50 million here, trading for Giancarlo Stanton, all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, whatever. The the Rams did make trades, right? They made a trade for Von Miller. They paid the price. I was a second and a third rounder. Yeah. Uh, you know, with Odell Beckham Jr., they just didn't offer the veteran minimum and actually stood up and was like, all right, we actually want you. You know, not like the Packers who were like, we want everyone. We offered this for Brandon Cooks. No, you lowball the Houston and Texans, that's why you don't have Brandon Cooks. I know that for a fact. Uh, so the Rams actually gave Odell money, which is why he went there. Uh, but people forget they wanted him, Woods, Van Jefferson, and Cooper Cup. Robert Woods, I was at a Devils game uh, on a Saturday, and I get this weird DM from somebody on Twitter. No followers, uh, <laughs> no follows. And it's just like Robert Woods out for the year, out for the year torn ACL. And I was like, all right, like I, I get weird stuff like this all the time, but I was like, this person's definitely like in and they like just wanted to let me know that. 
so then that comes out and I'm like, oh my God. So then all of a sudden OBJ goes from this luxury piece to a need very right, quickly. Right, right. Uh, Cause Woods was really designed. He was basically there to kind of get cup open and get guys open. Um, so, you know, they went through all that, right? They signed to Sean Jackson. He wants out after seven games. I mean, why would you want to be seven and out, right? Like just go over and play with the Raiders and not win a Super Bowl. Brilliant. <laughs> um, but you know, <laughs> we need some, but, we need music for Jake here in the Raiders. It's like, it's just, are you listening to this? Where's the Days of Our Lives soundtrack when you need it? Man. But, but like, my point, though, is that, like, for a team that bought a championship, like most of the media sets, yeah. why do they have the most draft picks on their team? Why was it that they were so banged up in the secondary they had to take Eric Weddle two years out of retirement. Right, right, right. That's not buying a championship. Right. That's a desperation move if there ever was one. Yeah. So, you know, they're sitting there. Troy Reader's our linebacker. Don't tell me that there's a, you know, there's no buying well, a championship. Okay, but oh, so then, that, that, well, then I have to ask, then, like, let's talk front office then for the Rams a little bit. I mean, this is it's a Seahawks podcast, Jake, but I've just got to ask then, yeah. what's going on then with, with the in the front office? It doesn't seem like... I mean, I I don't know. It just seems like they're ill prepared for when if things go wrong. Then, like, what's the future then look like for you guys? Because it sounds bad, which I love. <laughs> you should, yeah, and good. I don't blame you. Good, because I mean, there, it wasn't that long ago where you guys destroyed my little dreams. Because uh, <laughs> I was I was a fan of of Bradford, and I loved Denario, sure. and Stephen Jackson was probably no no nope. Because Charlie Whitehurst happened, and then I got hit by a car the next day. True story. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, Jake. Wait, where's my... Now but, I do have to hit no, him. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's only funny because I'm alive, right? Well, because... Like, <laughs> obviously, well, what, what I'm asking is... The, <laughs> the, reason I'm, the reason I'm asking, I guess, or what my point is, is like, okay, so you got guys injured, you got guys out, this and that. I mean, you know, guys come back from injury eventually, but it sounds like more what you're saying is uh, this prognosis in the long term for the Rams doesn't sound so great right now. So for the long term, I mean, it could be better. But at the same time, you know, I think with the issue with the OC, right? Yeah. Or if Raheem Morris or defense coordinator gets hired, I think there's going to be coaches chomping at the bit to join this team because they were just in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And any competitor is going to look at this like, or also, you know, somebody that's trying to get ahead a little bit, like maybe a Cliff Kingsbury when he gets let go by the Cardinals, which is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um, Cliff Kingsbury could come in, be their OC, and they could instantly go back to the top because they're going to have a last place schedule. They still got core pieces. They don't mm -hmm. need to blow this thing up. Mm -hmm. They just need to not have 14 linemen starting in a season, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's easier said than done, but this has been one of those weird, like, out there seasons with all those injuries. 2019 was bad, but they still went nine and seven, and they would have made the playoffs under this ridiculous seven-team format. But you know, with this, this is like the the worst injuries I've seen since Josh McDaniels was our offensive coordinator Oof. and Steve Spagnuolo was the head coach. Uh, back when Danny Amendola's elbow went like the opposite direction on Monday Night Football against the Giants. Uh, back when Sam Bradford had that high ankle sprain that they thought was going to go away but never did. You got to let it like, go. You got to you got to let it go, Jake. You got to let Bradford go. You got to let it go. It's a long My time man. ago. You got to let it go. Let me, <laughs> no, you know, no. It's speaking all good. <laughs> of quarterbacks, though. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, and I I think Seahawks fans are honestly wondering, 
who's playing quarterback for the Rams right now, and who's going to play in this game on Sunday? Because like up here in Seahawk land, we're focused on us watching our games. You know what's what's because this is also like the latest I think we've ever played into the season, isn't it? It feels like we should have played at least once by now. Uh, who's, oh, who's oh playing yeah, quarterback? for the first time. Yeah, totally right. Yeah. Like it's a late yeah, for division, the first division game, but um, or the first division game between these two teams. You know what I mean? Uh, who's playing quarterback right now? My good old pal Bryce Perkins. He's a friend of my downtown Rams podcast. I uh, big big fan of him. Broke his neck, came back, wow, transferred to Virginia, and he turned them into a legitimate team. Mm-hmm. So you know the Rams liked him. Kevin O'Connell liked him. So you know they had to make sure he was on the fifty-three because Kevin O'Connell would have plucked him right off that practice squad. Uh, but Kevin O'Connell really liked him. And they signed him as a UDFA uh, with, a, I want to say, Love, one of the San Jose quarterback. But he beat him out. And then they also have John Wolford. But I, I would start Bryce Perkins. And in this point in the season, you have a 3% chance of making the playoffs, which really is like zero. <laughs> Let's be <laughs> honest here. Uh, you know, I'm starting Bryce Perkins. I would imagine they do as well. Yeah. Um, he made his first ever, you know, starting debut and probably the worst. Like I, I, that was probably the worst case scenario starting against this, you know, Kansas City Chiefs yeah. at Arrowhead Stadium the in the cold. Yeah, on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that one, but I, I think he gets the start um, this week. They well, what Sean should, what did should Seahawks fans oh, see? Both. Oh, 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 I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, Sean McVay mentioned we could see both him oh. and Wolford. Okay, so. Well, I wanted to ask you, what should Seahawks fans be worried about with him? Because I watched a little bit of the game. I mean, he can move around. He can escape. He, You know, he's, he's a professional quarterback. He can definitely move the ball. And the Seahawks have dropped. I mean, they dropped the Raiders game, which they shouldn't have dropped. They could have beat the Bucks if they would have woken up in the first half. So, I mean, we need to get a game here. And teams have been able to steal games against the Seahawks, teams that maybe shouldn't be able to get wins. So, you know, and Seahawks fans are always nervous about something. So should should Perkins make us nervous at all? Or what is left on this Rams team that should make us nervous? I mean, it's hard to say the Rams should ever make you nervous, like with this team right now, the state's in. But, you, you know, I think, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's not going to last long. But uh, no, for this year, though, um, Bryce Perkins will make you nervous in a sense that, like, Kyler Murray having legs, guys having legs will make you nervous, right? Okay. Um, the thing about Perkins that I like the most is that he is able to break tackles, like legit break, not mm-hmm. talk about slip. Like he was, he ripped like six guys off him, uh, you know, against uh, the Chiefs on one play. Uh, really important. Nick Bolton, who the dude is a vice grip, when he has his hands on you, you're done. He ripped him off like he was nothing. So Perkins has escapability. Um, he's smart with his running. And I also feel like we didn't really get to see him throw that much, but when he has time, he's made some really nice passes over the middle. Uh, you know, that one trying to fit in between two defenders. Now there's no Allen Robinson. There's no Cooper cup and Tyler Higby's banged up. So we'll see how much he really plays. So at this point, it's going to be Van Jefferson two two Atwell, guys like that. And I think really the name of the game is you're going to have to worry about the Rams speed because if you, you know, fall asleep on them, I mean, Tutu Atwell beat you over the top 70 yard touchdown. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he and, uh, you know, D Eskridge are very similar in that aspect. Um, but 
you know, that's really where what I'm getting at. I mean, Kyron Williams and Cam Akers, I know they're probably Seahawks fans that think Cam Akers is the better back. I would argue it's Kyron Williams. Hmm. I very much soured on Akers. He's not the same back, you know, you saw in the playoffs hmm. back in 2020, 2021 season. Well, we can't um, stop the run. So now. I think Kyron, you know, yeah, well, that was going to be my next well, question. Is that's true. If you saw what happened against uh, the Raiders and against the Bucks, like when teams want to commit to the run, and it doesn't sound like, you know, uh, Perkins, like no disrespect or anything, but like, you know, he's a young guy. He's yeah. making his uh, second start or whatever, right? So why not run the ball and run it often? And we've seen we can't stop it. So I, yeah. that makes us nervous also over here. And we can't tackle either, man. The tackling against the Raiders was just atrocious. Yeah, the, the good thing for you, though, is the big reason why the Rams are three and eight and they're not six and five or seven and four. <laughs> There's one big reason, even with all the injuries, it's the fact Sean McVay abandons the run. Mm. Uh, he just doesn't run the ball. You know, he ran it 19 times with running backs last week, and that was considered like, whoa, that, that's <laughs> that's a big moment right there. But I mean, you know, Daryl Henderson was on this team, the best running back on this team, and they just they caught him yeah, outright. Yeah, uh, they just weren't using the run. So I, I can't, you know, they have literally. I, I'm convinced Sean McVay could have Derrick Henry; he'd run 15 times with him. So <laughs> I, I don't care how bad the the Seahawks run game is. Uh, run defenses. I need to see the Rams actually attack it. It's easier said than done because they simply haven't done that. Um, but I could see, you know, Kyron having a big day, you know, it was harder against the chiefs cause they put him in really bad situations, like running him out of the shotgun on, you know, it's just stuff like that. They don't run well out of the shotgun. I don't know why they continue to do it. Um, but I could see him having a good day against Seattle. I did see that I was down 44 points in my fantasy football league and Josh Jacobs got me 48. So that's oh, how I knew. Yeah, no, Jacobs had a day. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to come on down and see the game down here uh, in Los Angeles, uh, maybe you want to use epicseats.com, our lovely partner. And also uh, epicseats.com is giving away two tickets to this game. All you got to do is enter our seat giveaway contest, which Lofa isn't here this week to do his movie quote that he usually does. So why don't I just give a... Uh, we could do like a keyword, producer Katie, or something like that. They used to do that back in the day, right? Love it. Like if I say something, then people email it to us. It puts them in the running for the tickets. Heck yeah. All right. If you want the two tickets to the Rams Seahawks, it's in LA. Maybe you guys want to hop on a Delta flight, get on down here, check out the game. Delta, of course, the best carrier in the skies they when you want to check out your Seahawks. They need to they're in LA and go um, this game too. Listen, if you want to win tickets to the game in LA <laughs> from epicseats.com, don't forget to use our promo code when you're buying and selling on epicseats.com. Uh, email us. What's the email address? Seahawkspod at gmail.com? That's right. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Email us the phrase uh, Sean McVay uses hair gel. He does. It's I mean, spiky. And it's, it's it like could the, not be any more obvious, well, right? <laughs> now, see, a lot of people out there are going to say, well, everyone uses some sort of gel. Or no, 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 no. People don't use gel anymore, okay? You know what I mean? My man yeah. is gelling it up. <laughs> that, that is one of the, it looks like you could break it off, okay? He uses the, so anyway. He and Cliff Kingsbury both. That exact phrase, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Both gelled up, guys. Uh, thank you to EpicSeeds.com, of course, for uh, their support and partnership and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Jake, the next thing to do with you here, and 
I'm I'm nervous how you're gonna go on this with uh, with how you feel about your Rams here. But <laughs> we do a score prediction challenge here on the show. Uh, listeners out there can send us their score predictions on our social media, and we put you in the running for a gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Um, if you nail it, you get $50 to Simply Seattle. If you're close, you get $25 to Simply Seattle. We'll pull your name out of a hat. Jake, uh, how do you think this thing shapes up ultimately? I have 24-16 Seahawks. I think it'll be somewhat close because it's the division game, Mm -hmm. but I think this is exactly what Seattle needs to get back on the high side. They need to start winning games. They need to get ready for that San Francisco game. They're trying to win this division, right? Mm -hmm. I think the Rams will be what they've been all year. They, for being three and eight, they're in every single game in the fourth quarter. Every single one. That's what bothers me. In the Kansas City one, you know? Yeah. So. I have 24-16. I, I think they're a team that kicks too many field goals in you know areas where you guys score touchdowns, and I think that'll be a, a problem for them. I um, have got it. I, I got the Seahawks scoring a, a few more points than you do because I think our offense, I mean, uh, us here in Seahawks land, we're not really worried about our offense. Like They might have an untimely fumble or a penalty or something that doesn't go their way that sets them off schedule or whatever, but overall... With Gino, with K9, with DK running around, Tyler Lock. I mean, you know, they got weapons. Noah Fant has been great coming over in that trade. Um, so I think we score a few more points, but and and our defense has been the problem lately. We just give up too many points, too many yards. But after what happened against the Raiders, they're gonna be motivated against the Rams. So I'm gonna go Seattle 32, Rams 23. Just flip-flop the digits on you guys there on the score. That might be the first time. The Rams have scored over twenty in, in quite a little bit. I mean, over twenty, not not twenty. Well, uh, the Seahawks look, can't remember the last time they did that. You'd like to think that uh, because the defense was rolling along and playing great, but people weren't running the ball and they weren't really coming in with game plans that seemed like they could really beat us. And then it seems like people have found something <clears> on <throat> us. And the defense is young, and they give up points. So we'll see what happens. Thank you to our sponsor, uh, Simply Seattle for providing the uh, prize for that one. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. <coughs> Sorry, I was fighting that cough for like the last two minutes, and there it was. Uh, use I was the promo too. code TAKE12. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? It's awful. <laughs> use promo code TAKE12 to take 12% off of anything over there. Uh, the last sponsor to mention before we get out of here is betonline.ag. Of course, they are the OG sponsor of the show. They've been here all, ever since the beginning. Uh, basketball is back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all sports betting needs this season. You can also bet on the NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. They have a 24-7 online casino that never closes. Use our promo code BELIEVE to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, whether it's on the app or the browser. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jake, uh, really good to talk with you, man. Good to catch up. Anything else before we get out of here? I mean... Congrats on Seattle playing for something, man. Thanks, I mean, dude. this is a team for real. Like a- anyone that is a Seattle fan should listen to me right now because this is a team <laughs> that everybody was saying was going to be a doormat. They're going to pick first overall. I never bought it. And what I, I give them a lot of credit. They stuck by their guns. They didn't, you know, they had every opportunity to, you know, draft a kid out of Ole Miss. They had every opportunity, you know, to take Malik Willis. They had every opportunity to get those quarterbacks and they stuck by Gino. And I give them props for that because guess what? 
The Niners lucked out. The Niners wanted oh, Jimmy Garoppolo even, out the door. We didn't even start making fun of the Niners. Jake, you got to come back so we can make fun of the Niners. That, I mean, that that's fine. But, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, no, they lucked out. They were trying to get rid of Garoppolo. And uh-huh. I, have, I have knowledge that the Rams were lining up to sign him if he got cut. So the Rams were going to sign him. Jake's and, getting DMs from all kinds of people. Have you noticed? Yeah, like, I, we gotta, all, all we gotta get your contact uh, list, bro. <laughs> but uh, we gotta get but no, for real list. though, that's the that's the thing that bugs me though, because the Niners fans are sitting there like, oh Jimmy G, you were running him out of town, okay? Yeah. Like, don't even give me. Oh no, that. I know. Like Trey Lance is is my guy, dude. They're okay? one. But, they are one Jimmy G tendon injury away from that whole thing blowing up. Which is That's always what the happens. Thing. I mean, you yeah. think Brock Purdy or whoever the hell their quarterback is is no, no. 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 Seattle's win the division. I, are, I believe that. If you guys are listening close, no, I know the theme song's going. Do you we're not getting out hear of here. Me playing the theme song. I, I know. We're getting out of here. Don't worry. <laughs> but what it sounds like to me is that if Jake wants to add another banner back there, he sounds kind of like a Seahawks fan to me. No, I think we've no, 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 turned no. him a little yeah, bit during on, this Jake. episode. I mean, you know, he's no. he's got Yankees, Trojans, Rams, Rock Chalk, Jayhawks. I'm hoping they win the the NFC West. Plus, oh, okay. it's better for the world if Seattle wins the NFC West <laughs> and the 49ers don't. We agree, Jake. <laughs> I'm you guys just can being find, honest, dude. You guys can find Believe in Rams and also Downtown Rams on any podcast app or you know anywhere on the internet. You guys know how to find podcasts. Uh, check out check out Jake uh, doing his thing. Uh, Jake, you're the man. Let's talk uh, when Bobby Wagner returns to Seattle for the last game of the season. How about that? Sounds like a plan. I'm in. All right. We'll make fun of Christian McCaffrey and whatever's going on with the Niners. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. We're getting out of here. Oh, we break it down, Jake. So hands in the middle. We do this uh, practice style like we're in the huddle. Let's break it down. Um, Man, what do we break it down to? Uh, Oh, I mean, Pete Carroll loves Bubblicious. Sean McVay loves L.A. looks. But they both spent time in L.A., so let's just go L.A. looks, because that's got to be the brand on that gel, doesn't it? You, you think he goes with the yellow? I, I would imagine. Does he go for the blue, the yellow, the pink? Whatever. Uh, L.A. looks yeah. on three, L.A. looks on me. One, two, three, L.A. looks. L.A. looks. <laughs> <laughs>